0: I just wanna dig it like I'm digging for trash. Some of y'all had a good thing that you couldn't keep. Thought you was TLC, you had to creep, you say you had love, I said you bullshit. It's all about the dough, so what's love got to do with it? Ash J podcast, Ash J podcast, and you already know. And I'm back with a guest, of course, my mum, Catherine Brinko. Mum, say hi.
1: Hi, mum. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is our winter edition coming to you via Ash Pod. Ash Pod. <laughs> Ash Pod. Yeah.
0: Winter edition. Yeah, so winter edition. From the very last podcast, which took me ages to finally put out, which I did not a couple of days ago. I said I'd do one every week. It didn't, didn't really work out. Now you're telling me winter edition. This is the winter so, edition. Guys, just so you know, my mum just called it, like, I'm going to have a podcast every single season. Every so, season, yeah.
1: So, and anything in between's a bonus, but guaranteed every season. Yeah, guaranteed. So we're sitting here without our, with our um, winter edition. and scarves and, um, yeah.
0: Warm jumpers. Warm and jumpers. Both Still. got matching track ears. <laughs> um, yeah, well, this is the podcast, back again. We don't really know where we're going with this as always, but I think that's the beauty of it. And that's why people like listening is because you never really know what you're going to get in Ash J podcast. And
1: Ash J podcasting. So how are we going to start this evening? Um, how are you? How are you? A bit cold maybe? Yeah. Although not as cold as last night.
0: It's been, it's been cold though. I think we're out of the, um, or oh, I hope we're out of the worst part of... Um, what's well, tomorrow's cool?
1: going to be a heat wave, 17 degrees, so look out. <laughs> Jeez, Break out degrees. your t-shirts. Yep. Unlike last week, where we couldn't even get into double digits.
0: Do you know, um, I saw a report that the uh, Eureka Tower,
1: mm-hmm. Melbourne's
0: highest building, or tower, or whatever you want to call it, either way, at the very top of it, you know how they have the sky deck where you mm-hmm. can like, um, you know, the thing pops out of the mm-hmm. building? Yeah, well... Apparently, if you uh, took the Eureka Tower, I think it was last, sometime last week, you would get um, you'd see snow, mm. snow falling from the sky up I believe on the top. That. That's and in the middle of the city of all places.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty cold.
0: Yeah, but, so um, technically, we had snow in the city.
1: Well, it is July, which is the middle month of winter. So,
0: how long's it go till
1: till the end of August? The first of September is the first day of spring, but Mind you, it's still pretty cool through September, but um, yeah, it, it's been a bit chilly, a little bit chilly. And
0: how have you been, Mum?
1: Um, yeah, good. Working hard. Um, more
0: like doing, some paving,
1: working. doing some paving. Doing some Pardon? <laughs> what did
0: you say? said <laughs> so more like hardly working.
1: <laughs> no, that's you. The that hardly really working. I do the hard work. We oh, yeah. did some paving today and some. Gardening and, um, yeah, starting to realise that I'm not 25, I suppose. Why is that? Oh, aches and pains and whole, whole body seems to be saying, slow down.
0: Fair enough. But you keep going.
1: Keep going. Keep, keep going.
0: Keep pushing hot, Nothing forward.
1: a hot shower can't fix.
0: Exactly. That's it. <sighs> mm-hmm. Get the hot steam going and bam, you know, your body so, feels So, Ash, let,
1: let everybody know, what happened to you last week? I do believe you had a touch of food poisoning.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did.
1: Boy, was the boy sick, or was <sighs> the boy sick?
0: I had the shits. Well for real? No, no, it wasn't actually. It was more just. more throwing up, continuous vomiting. Mm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of puke. Oh. Going on. It's a very American word, puke, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, I, but what I probably should be doing is uh, explaining how it came about, and uh, yeah, T- ham and cheese toasted sandwich tasted a little doughy. Thought nothing of it, and bam, what do you know? I'm sitting there on my uh, my train ride home just like huffing and puffing like, you know, I'm about to give birth or something. I was
1: just about to say, just about to go into labour, yeah. contracting.
0: It felt that way. Well, I don't know exactly what that feels like, but it felt, it didn't feel comfortable. Mm. And just sitting in the seat, people looking at me like, why is he breathing? It's not that hot. Yeah. And it was just like. Well, it was not
1: nice. Two days of aches, pains, agony, throwing up.
0: Not eating. Not
1: being able to keep anything down. Mm. was not nice at all.
0: And then when I recovered from it all, I think, I said, oh, I feel like eating something. And I'll never forget the statement. He said, oh, you're feeling a bit peckish, are you?
1: Feeling a bit peckish. Well, you would be after two days of not eating. But that was sort of the sign to let you know that you're on the road to recovery when you realise that you actually are empty because you've thrown everything up.
0: And, um, you know, had a delicious chicken parmesan. The banana milkshake, so. <laughs> which
1: really wasn't advisable, but you know he was ready to eat the well, I hadn't leg eaten all, off the
0: all day. So yeah,
1: two days just
0: about, just about yeah. So oh well, you know there's only one way to get back in the pool for me, and that's dive right in. Don't bother putting your toes. Yeah, in. Yeah, but
1: you got it's a hard lesson to learn to be very careful what you buy from um you know takeaway shops and,
0: and food court food.
1: Well, it, particularly at the end of the day. Yeah, you know that. That's... I got
0: this in the morning. Oh, wow. That was the shocking part because wow. I got a ham and cheese toasted
1: sandwich. And, and what about the best bit when you actually confronted the shop owner who said, what would you like, a free sandwich? <laughs> and like, are you serious? I... <laughs> you want me to go
0: there again? I expected that. Like, that's, I honestly, it, like, what are they going to do? Like,
1: so like, hi China, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick. Oh, what do you want me to do? Give you a free sandwich? No, I want yeah. you to throw out your bad food.
0: So the story goes, I go back to the shop where I got it from, where it's, you know, mostly uh, Chinese people who run the place. Well, it is Chinese people that run the place. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I... I Tell
1: him what happened? Yeah, I
0: go in there and I said, you know, look, I'm actually going home right now because I'm sick from work. I I work here, as you know, and I've had to go home because one of your sandwiches made me incredibly sick yesterday. Oh, how? Why? Who? And, you know, I told them all that. And they said, oh, okay, what, what do you want?
1: Free sandwich?
0: free sandwich okay. no no I don't want a free sandwich that's what got me sick in the first place why would I want a free sandwich
1: yeah, I just want you to be aware that you know, it's it's not a smart idea to sell off food that you've had there well it could have been from the day before you don't know yeah you know so sometimes they just pack up put it back in the fridge and serve it again tomorrow a
0: complete refund would have been nice but you know that, I don't know two days
1: wages would have been better yeah
0: that too <laughs> But that's you know that's that's the um, the crappy part about it is you know you can only say something and then you get a small dose of sympathy and then it's back to business like nothing. Well, happened. you
1: know you've got to make them aware that that things aren't as they should be, and and having um, food poison is a horrible thing. Horrible thing.
0: Mm. I've never had it like that before, where it's just where I feel like like you know like you can't breathe almost.
1: Mm. Yeah. And you're trying, because you're, the body's trying to digest something, digest something that is so very bad,
0: mm. and even any of the drinks that I, I had after mm. that, it's just All like it kept up. coming back up. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But I, I think you know, after I had this some um, hydrolyte stuff, yeah. which is really well, good.
1: All well, that was just to rehydrate uh, you after you know, not eating and drinking, and, stop and... me from throwing up. Yeah, so that yeah. was good.
0: So thank you very much to my beautiful mother who looked after me throughout the whole entire ordeal. Oh, shucks. Bought me various, uh, what will we call it? Gatorades, Powerades, electrolyte drinks, just peach iced teas. Doing the mum thing. Doing the mum thing. Doing the mum thing. Put
1: so, on the nurse hat and doing the mum thing.
0: So not only our special guest, but also my personal saviour, because I probably <laughs> wouldn't be alive right. Well, I would be alive. I just I wouldn't be as comfortable.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Anyway.
0: What what about you, Ma? What's been going on in your life? How's how's everything?
1: Uh, everything's pretty good. Yep, yep. I'm sort of looking forward to longer days. This and the day ending at four four thirty is getting to me. You just seem to get into something, and before you know it, it's night again. And you know, there's nothing worse such long nights and short days. But. Um, you know, haven't had a cold, touch wood, which is good. Yeah. Keep dosing up on the vitamin Cs. Yep. Um,
0: Almost gone through my whole entire...
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it really good
0: for only 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I might get that again.
1: It doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to <clears throat> take vitamin C, anything to help you from, especially when you work with the public.
0: What vitamins do you take? Like just vitamin C or you mm, take like fish oil?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. Fish oil, vitamin C. I take... Uh, off the top of my head. Omega 3 um, and all that? Well omega 3 is is for sure. Oh that's okay. all oils. Um I take B twelve, I take a uh, couple of things to help my um a couple of vitamins to help the joints, my knee.
0: Do you notice a difference when you take vitamins? Um like it's obvious is, is it a great difference? Especially because you don't you do for people who aren't aware you have a bit of problems with your knee. You've um, well, you've dislocated it in the past. Um, broken it?
1: No, not I. have um ripped torn. it, Literally. ripped it, torn. Yep. Um, and had two two operations. Mm. Anything that eases the pain, so anything that uh, lubricates that joint, um, makes it a whole lot easier. But yeah, I guess you you just. Do what you can to ease the pressure so you can get on with whatever it is you want to do. Mm. I'm not one to sit back and let it take over. Um, yeah, this is boring anyway. They don't want to know about aches and pains. They want to know about, mm, I don't know, um, what's been on telly that's been interesting lately. Anything?
0: Well, I don't really watch television, so Are you'll you? have to fill me in. What? Mm. The, I know the voice and all that's on you. like that no, show? No, that's
1: done. That's all over, Rover. Um,
0: how do you feel about the result? did a person win that you thought would win?
1: Yes, I uh, um actually it was good. I thought the boy with uh Tourette's? Tourette's
0: mm. He came second or something. But he?
1: um the other young guy won it. The tradey guy. Yeah, that yeah. had never
0: Guy I work with was telling me about yeah, it. Yeah, had
1: never taken a um a singing lesson in his life and had a wonderful voice and I was hoping he'd win it. So, you know, congrats to Alfie. That was really really good. Um mm. But that ended and um, House Rules ended and, you know, all those shows sort of end together and then the next batch start.
0: What's the next batch?
1: Well, there is a new um, Australian police show coming on. mm off the top of my head, I can't think of what it's called. I like
0: those. I like those type of shows, especially like Highway Patrol and stuff. Especially mm-hmm. when it's set here in Melbourne and you see it, and it's like suburbs and well, places. Well, this has that got Rhonda recognize. in
1: it. You know, Rhonda and Katut.
0: Oh yeah. Well,
1: she's in this, just as she is in um, Love Child, which I like. Oh wait,
0: it's like a it's an actual drama show or something. Yeah. It's a oh, I thought it was like one of those real life, you know, where they you know Highway Patrol. Where no, that's... no, no,
1: no, no. Actually, that's good, isn't it? Oh, we I watched that. Um, what's the Reality. one where they? Based. Pull, pull them over and, and breathalyze them. And I
0: think that's uh, oh, random breath testing, RBT. Yeah, yeah.
1: That, that's really interesting to watch. Yeah. Some of them can't even walk straight, let alone drive a car. Some of them ha- have never got a license. Some of them, oh, it just blows your mind when you watch that show.
0: Yeah, like the levels of stupidity which exist around us. You know, you we only scratch the
1: surface of it. Then you watch, like, an episode of that. And I think what makes you mad about those shows is, you know, like, it's, it's one thing you're a hero, okay, so you think, to get in a car and drive while you're to- totally inebriated. But it's not your life because it's someone else that you're going to hit that's going to get hurt. That's where it becomes so unfair. If you're stupid enough to get behind a wheel... <sighs> It just makes you so mad. It's like, why do you think you're invincible? You might be, but the person you hit isn't going to be. Yeah. That that that's a part that makes me angry. Um, We were having this discussion the other day about, you know, in America how uh, they can get their license at sixteen, but they're not legally allowed to drive till they're twenty one. No, sorry, they're not allowed to drink. They're allowed to drink drink till they're twenty one. Yeah. But they can drive when they're sixteen. Well, would it be such a bad thing to do? You know, it's a similar thing here that that they can perhaps, um I don't know, get their license when they're eighteen and and not be allowed to drink till they're twenty one. Is that a bad thing to have yeah. three years experience under your belt?
0: I don't think it would be such a bad thing, um, to bring that here, obviously, because a lot of, you know, road deaths do have to do with, you know, drunk driving or mm-hmm. underage driving or, you know, or a mixture of both, which it just makes you angry and upset because it's such a great injustice where you can't care enough about yourself. So you're yeah. gonna go out and kill somebody, somebody else.
1: else. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's usually what happens. For some reason, because you're so full of alcohol, your body doesn't I don't know it seems to come off better than the the innocent person in the other vehicle. Mm. So if you're stupid enough to do that then perhaps they should look at the fact that when you turn 18 you shouldn't have the rights to drink and drive. Mm. One or the other. Yeah. Um but it'd be interesting to know your views what what you think. You know, should we be allowed to drink and drive? Me
0: personally, or ask well, you. everybody. Yeah.
1: On our eighteenth birthday, or should they separate them and make one at eighteen and one at twenty-one? You know, what's the disadvantage of doing it that way?
0: Honestly, I, my opinion, I don't think it'll make a huge difference. It'll make a, a tiny difference. I mean, at least I know from my upbringing and then people around me. Like a lot of people were drinking well before even sixteen yeah so it's well like...
1: that's fine but if it, if the legal if you allow are not allowed to have drink to your twenty one and you're caught drink driving mm. then you have no license and and I don't think you should get a, a, a you know a rap on the knuckles and a fine i think if you've caught drinking when you shouldn't be drinking, then you should lose your license mm
0: That's that's what really shocks me too is when you see these news reports on they did this, they did that, you know car taken away, impounded, crushed, blah 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 but yet this person is driving almost as if like a month later showing up to the court hearing and it's no one bats an eye like we're very lenient on these type of things it always makes me wonder it's like how come they, they seem so strict about it with all these infomercials and stuff like that but when someone actually does get caught going against the law it just seems like a, a light slap on the wrist at best. No one, and you know, so many things which people should be at least in jail for or serve some type of jail time, it just seems like, oh, the, you know, we've got a very lenient system here. It's basically what I'm just trying to get to.
1: Yeah, and, and I, m- me personally, I think if you get caught drink driving, hmm. I my argument was, okay, well, why don't they take. It's no good taking their license off them. They jump in a car without a license. Take Mm. the car off them, and then I got an argument. Where are they going to put all these cars? Well, how about this? Three strikes and you're out, and they crush your car. Mm. Let's see then who's going to get in there and and drive. Yeah. You know they impound the car. What till you go and pick it up? Till you pay the fine and and get it out of being impounded. But what if they were to crush them?
0: I know it's probably not the uh, another interesting topic, but just, I I wanted to ask this, why is it? Because I remember speaking with someone, I I think they were from either the States or, yeah, it was a girl from California I was speaking to, she came into my store and we are talking and she was uh, saying, like, what is up with how come we have to pay so much in registration? Like, their registration is, like, 60 to $80 tops. We're paying... Five hundred tops. No, 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 no. I mean five hundred plus minimum. Yeah, five hundred minimum. Sorry for. Um, and
1: I guess you've got to weigh up the fours and against. Like in America, they don't have medical insurance like we do.
0: Mm. You know, if
1: you get sick, you can go to hospital here with your um, Medicare card and 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 your that, or your private health insurance. And and over in America, they don't ha- they have private health insurance, but they don't have like medicare that you you pay out of your wages each week you pay i think it's 2% or something like that.
0: Yeah, they don't have a system like they that. They
1: don't have a system like com- that.
0: You know what i mean? That's completely different. That's what i'm trying to say like why is it so much i mean i know it's we we personally probably don't have the answer but it just seems like such great well, i guess a, there's high, a lot more people over there.
1: Cars over there?
0: Like what we pay for our used cars, that's what a brand new car would cost. Yeah. Even real estate over there. You know, we have to pay well into the hundreds of thousands to get a decent house, whereas I think it's like hundred thousand is you know like a three story uh-huh. house. But in then some you're areas. talking
1: different populations, yeah, different you know.
0: population, different economy. I know yeah. it's a big difference thing, but it always makes me wonder, especially with um, just the cost of things here. Well,
1: the cost of living over. There. Well, well, then again, you hear about, uh, for instance, let's say takeaway meals. You know what we pay for um a small they pay for a mega large Mm. but then remember they've got umpteen more people than us so where we might sell this is just an example a hundred a day yeah so they might sell a thousand a day so Mm. you know they make it up that way but Mm. you weigh it all up and then think well where's the better place to live that's true we don't live in high-rise apartments all crammed together We, you know, as crazy as our city is, it's nowhere as busy as it is over there.
0: Oh no, absolutely not! Not Um, even size wise, our city is nowhere near. Yeah. I mean, to us, it's huge, but it's nowhere near as big as obviously New York or even London, even France. You know, Paris, France. That's it's not. It's nowhere near as big as the. And where do you know that you could
1: um, um, get in your car and. Leave the 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 middle of the city, and within thirty minutes, you're looking at the mountains. Yeah, like we do when we come off the freeway. You know, where do you where do you get that?
0: You could you could get that in Vancouver, but that's another story. Yeah, maybe maybe. Yeah, photos. I I don't know if I showed you like where, where wherever you were in the city, you could look off and see snowy mountains. But that's obviously different. A lot of different things to consider. I don't know. I feel like I'm just having a bit of a ramble about nothingness here. Let's switch the topic. Anything else you want to bring up?
1: Um, I don't know. Um, don't know.
0: Can not I, really a whole lot?
1: No, not really a whole lot. Sports? What? Sports. Mm.
0: How's your football team going? Hmm.
1: Not so good this week. Again.
0: Uh, um, to let the, the listeners know, you follow... North Melbourne. North Melbourne in the ten, Australian Rules of Football
1: League. Ten straight wins and then as good as nothing. Mm-hmm. How, how can you work that out? Then they go up against a a bottom team and they still lose. It's like somebody said, okay, time to stop. Take the magic pills away. is isn't going <laughs> to happen anymore. It's really weird. Like, really weird. Even... My team, Carlton,
0: they up and down, up and down, and now we're on a downslope again. It's like, what happens? Is there just, like, know. one week we get a boost of energy and the next we're like, nah. You start to think it's, I mean, it's a lot with every sport. You start to think it's a bit of a racket, you know?
1: My argument, my argument. If you if you were to barrack for a team that lost week after week after week, hence you would stop going to see them, so how is it that a team that's on the bottom all of a sudden comes along and beats a top team, and then goes back and loses to? Oh, I can't work it out. Yeah. Sometimes I think mm, this is all rigged to keep the public going to the games to keep the money rolling in. Certainly
0: seems that way sometimes. How can
1: you justify paying eighty five dollars a ticket to go and watch your team lose 85? yet again? What is that like front row? No, no, it uh, depends what level. Um, if you buy them online...
0: I think at the very cheapest, it's 25, 25 yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, like 85, the nosebleeds.
1: You know, that, that gives you a good seat, but it might as well be 885 if your team loses because it's money wasted.
0: I mean, even the Port-O-L-A thing, how do you explain that? Like, what happened? I don't
1: know. I, I, I don't know. I can't even tell you what happened. Like I said, it's like somebody pulled the pin and said, okay, you, you know, you're not allowed to win anymore.
0: And you just stop. How do you go
1: from first to to um eighth? just hanging in the eighth? Oh.
0: I don't know. It's a weird one. What about um any other sports you follow? Yeah, the Olympics is coming up.
1: Oh, joy, joy. Ten, Ten. days of boredom.
0: <laughs> you don't like the Olympics. I
1: don't like the Olympics. No. It consumes everything. It's like I mean no don't get me wrong. I do like some of the some of the sports. Yeah. But it just seems to take over everything. The world stops for the Olympics. Yeah. I guess some people would say, well, the world stops for football too. I don't know. It's, well, and what, it's which only football? Once Soccer every or It
0: wouldn't be our football. No one's stopping for our football. No,
1: but I mean the country stops, doesn't
0: it? Oh, yeah. Well, when the World Cup and all that is on, everyone yeah. gets a little bit patriotic for a small...
1: It depends on your passion. My passion's not the Olympics, so... There's
0: no Olympic sports that you can watch that you, you're entertained no, that by? I don't
1: like it. Look, I like... There is. There is. Let's go
0: the old one, two, three. Top three Olympic sports you like to watch.
1: Um... I don't know.
0: If you had to watch.
1: If I had to watch. I mean, I don't watch, mind watching um, the swimming events. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Um... Ah, what else? I don't don't mind. Diving. Yeah, diving's good and and that sort of thing. I mean, there's a lot of new sports that are allowed in, that, that, you know, have been put in now. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just just seems to me go too long.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It drags on a bit. It
1: drags on a bit, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the open ceremony and all that, and you've got that, and then there's, you know, several presentations, and then...
1: And the weirdest thing is, you know, it's only once every four years, but it seems to be here all the time. That's how it feels. Mm. comes around, you know, I guess very quickly. Yeah. But, um... It
0: does, and then, you know, then you got the Winter Olympics, and everyone fusses over that. Yeah. I don't even know why that is a fuss here, because what do we participate... What does Australia, like one of the hottest countries on Earth, what do we... What is it that exactly we got going on in the Winter I Olympics?
1: Know. I'm not interested enough in the Olympics to, yeah, it's it's not my thing. Fair enough, but then again, it's like you know, one of my uh, one of your hobbies is not one of mine, and one of mine is not one of yours. It's just
0: it's different strokes for different, different folks. folks. That's it. There yeah, you go. That's exactly it. Right. Takes different strokes. It takes <laughs> different. That was yeah. a good show. That yeah. All right, uh, that's actually another good topic I want to bring up. What is some old, just as I was mentioning, you know, looking for a Mr. Bean DVD collection, what are some TV shows that you remember watching back in the day that were just so... So what
1: what age group are we talking?
0: Well, you know, anything. Could be anything from when you were watching growing up. Basically anything that wasn't within the last 10, 15 years. What was it?
1: Um... I think off the top of my head, I remember Gilligan's Island.
0: Gilligan's Island, yep.
1: Oh, that was so good. Yeah. You look back now and you think, where did they get all that stuff from? And if they had no contact with the outside world, how come they had this and how come they had that? And... Like
0: what? I've never watched it.
1: You never watched Gilligan's I, Island? I think I
0: catched an episode or two, but it wasn't for me. It was a bit Oh, I weird.
1: just, and people would come and visit the island and yet those. Weren't they trapped on an island? Yes, yeah, so they were trapped, yet other people would visit the island.
0: What was up with like, there was like a little okay. guy in the suit, and then Hang there's. Hang on, the...
1: there was the skipper. Yeah. And then there was Gilligan. Yeah. So there was a professor. There was Mr. and Mrs. Howell. Okay. There was Ginger. Right. And there was Marianne. So seven casts away who's the
0: guy like what? the plane,
1: the plane. no you got the wrong show what's that that's, <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's...
0: I messed up didn't I
1: I can't even that's um
0: something island isn't yeah. it like magical island or wait, something. wait
1: wait wait that's is that the plan the plan <laughs> <was> the plan <laughs> oh, that's a so cool oh. there you
0: go I'm gonna try looking it up <laughs> I I yeah I, know. I think the that was a different show though. <laughs> a different show. Yeah, I was like, why is there two guy like a guy and like his little friend in a
1: suit? And the exact, that, what was that? And everyone's going to be saying, "Oh, you're so stupid! How can you not know what it was?"
0: Yeah, I know the plane, the plane. Let's see what comes up. <laughs> Searching the plane. is it the Fantasy Island?
1: Fantasy Island. That's Gilligan's
0: right. Island. Fantasy. Island. I was close. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> around the same time that, period, That was yeah. on
1: like once a week, whereas Gilligan's Island was on every day. Mm-hmm. But that was a different thing. If you had a fantasy, um, that's where you went to that island. Ah, uh,
0: so this is like the, you know, like a dream island. Yeah, and, and, and the they usually island that usually shows you three on different island.
1: ones, three different dreams at the same time. Yeah. So that was that one. That was a good show. That was good. Um, I Dream of Jeannie was another good one. That was a girl show, I Dream of Genie. I
0: remember you used to watch that before the, um, cartoons came on after school. There yeah, was that.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, Bewitched. Bewitched, yeah. That was. I didn't like that. Like, I that Dream of Genie better. Yeah. Um, my brother used to be absolutely terrified of the original Hulk. Oh, yeah. He was so scared, yet he would never miss an episode.
0: With Lou now Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Lou Farina, wasn't
0: it? Farina? I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um, that, that was really funny. He would sit down beside the couch, huddled up in the corner <laughs> and watch, and watch, um, the Hulk. Um, that
0: was like, uh, that was, that was exactly me. I, you know, when that Michael Jackson thriller video clip came out, the full one where he turns into some like cat like yeah. wolf was, that was the freakiest shit to watch when yeah, you were like, a bit scary. you know, six, seven years old. Remember, yeah, I used to hide behind the couch, do the exact same thing. What else? What other you shows? You watched
1: The Monkeys, you know the group The Monkeys? Yeah, hey, hey, yeah, with The Monkeys. Well, they used to have a show, half an hour show or something.
0: They never played their own instruments, though. No. <laughs> like, they were a TV show and a band in real life, but they, they didn't.
1: Hmm. Well, there was, there's a lot of musicians that don't actually. Play an instrument. They just make oh. like they play an instrument.
0: Yeah, nowadays especially. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, but even then.
0: So we could say the monkeys were ahead of their time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um What
1: else? It's we weird
0: because I I know a lot of these TV shows like yeah I've, because I've, they've
1: re, been re, you know replayed again over the years. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Yeah, it hasn't really gone away. I just remember growing up with a lot of these. I remember um, even when we had cable, we were like one of the only. You Know people in the neighborhood to have cable when it first came out when we lived in Deer Park, and there was, um, you know, TV one and it showed all the old school TV shows. Well, that's what but I I liked a lot of them because I remember that was what was on with the cartoons, and
1: that's what I was going to say because cable TV came along, yeah. you were able to, you know, watch them again, and,
0: and like, then they had replays later at night, and
1: yeah, yeah, and cartoons like we used to watch the um.
0: You say it very Australian. Cartoon.
1: Cartoons. Kadoon.
0: you don't even pronounce the T cartoon. Scooby Doo. Cartoon. Cartoon. Scooby Doo and Cartoon.
1: Scooby Doo and Shaggy.
0: Yep.
1: exciting like, school Uh the Archies.
0: Archies. Yep. Archies. You'll that sounds to. familiar.
1: Yeah, you'll have to look that one up.
0: The Archies, Yeah.
1: Um of course we used to watch the Bugs Bunny show and Yeah. Looney
0: Tunes. Looney tunes. Road, yep. Road, Road, yep. Road Runner. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, and then there was the whole era where I would sit down and watch TV with you guys when you're watching the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers. That was mean, the Power
0: Rangers, yeah.
1: Yep. Um, the Play Schools and the Mr. Squiggles with the Pencil Nose. <laughs>
0: Paddington Bear.
1: Paddington Bear. But these
0: are actual kid shows. Now we've gone with actual kid shows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but different era, but because... Mm. Uh, I,
0: just speaking of classic TV shows, I have just realized a couple of days ago, I've become my role model from a certain TV show I watched all the time. Now, he was a family man, he grew up in Chicago, you know, um, he was a simple man, and his wife (laughs) was a nagging bitch, married with children. Oh, gosh. I've basically become the real life Al Bundy, (laughs) you know, selling shoes to women and stuff like that. (laughs)
1: Oh, Al! <laughs> hey, <pig>. <laughs> <laughs> As much as that annoyed me, that show, I would watch it from week to week. I'm like, why am I watching this show? Like, shit? it's stupid, Ugh. but
0: it was like a, he was a real life Homer Simpson, you know? Yeah, it's like pretty much. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. Oh, it was that, so
0: funny. That was another good show, too, which, you know, The Simpsons, it's. I 30
1: years, 25 years. It's got to be something like that. It's, that's been I think
0: it's getting closer to 30 years, yeah. Wow. How's that? Yeah. And that all the classic episodes just it had so much like one liners that you know if you say today it's like, "Oh, yeah, it's a Simpsons reference like mm. we all grew up with the Simpsons, and then what after- was
1: it it just what what was it the other day you said that was so so mum when I said something and you said and you ended up saying it as well the other day, and you when you rang me up and you said, "I just used that line that you used, I can't think of what it was, oh uh,
0: hatred. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: When you say I hate someone, and I've always said... So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was speaking with someone, and they were like, oh, I hate this person, I hate that person. And I was just like, hate is a very
1: strong, strong word.
0: word. <laughs> and I just remember you used to say that to me all the time when I was like little, and I'd be like... It
1: takes a lot of energy to hate, hate the, someone. Takes,
0: so. Do you really hate someone, Ashley, or do you just...
1: Not like them.
0: Not like them, yeah. Because yeah. well, if you hate someone, that's... you got to, you're, Too much energy. It takes too much energy out of you.
1: Yeah. You're better off just... Don't like them. You can like always them. change it. I don't like to. A, I like, but when you say I hate, it's a little hard to come back from. Yeah, but yeah. That that was funny.
0: Yeah, uh, just little things like that. Even before, like I said, you feel peckish. Like there's just certain things. It's not just you, but even other people. It's ma- mainly you, but other people do say certain things, and then like there's certain words I just gravitate to, or statements, or sentences,
1: or words that you hang on to that. you go through stages like some people will say them and then they it ends whereas other people hang on hang on to those words you know like um grouse oh that's grouse i mean who says that anymore i think that's
0: only people in melbourne say that i don't think Uh, have you uh, heard that around australia at all because i
1: No. or um what's another word um you just go through stages of such.
0: remember when we first got the internet. This is like going back to like 96, 97. And mm. you started, you know, I think it was 98 or whatever. But you chat with people overseas on, on America Online or mm. Australia Online as we have it here, AOL. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're like, oh, you call them like just little like I, teasing I, statements. Like, I remember calling someone a rat bag. yeah, And, and then you s- had to explain to them.
1: Why, and when they said, why do you call me a bag of rats? And I'm like, What? <laughs> What? And then I thought, oh, rat bag, yeah, I guess it is a bag of rats. No, 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 it's a term of endearment. It's just like, you're a rat bag, meaning, yeah. you know, you're funny, you're crazy. Dag. Yeah, dag. You're and then if you say dag, it's like, what, why do you call me a dag? <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's cut out the um, that's Australian
0: what, language. I was actually saying that, uh, that a while ago, I can't remember when, but anyway, that's not important, um, about like just old insult sayings like you're a dag you're a dork you're a buffoon mm. don't be a don't be a dweeb you know like <laughs> no one says that anymore no and i'm not. like i just feel like so, for some people they you got that's the only way to sum them up is like you're just a dork yeah. <laughs> like you're not even a nerd because even nowadays like you call someone a nerd it's like oh thank you like I work yeah so that's hard high to... intelligence nerd. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like no you're just a dork you're a buffoon you're an imbecile <laughs>
1: Which which leads us to, you know, like, there are just so many people that just have no idea. You, they live in this little world of theirs, mm. and when you ask them something that you and I take for granted, they're like, huh? And <laughs> you think, do you live in our world? Where is it you live? But then again, I suppose there's a lot that live in fairyland these days. You just got no idea how things work. Simple oh,
0: minds no. are attracted to the simplest things.
1: I guess it takes a lot of pressure off your life if you just keep it simple.
0: Just sit back and smile. And, yeah. You know, stress less. Yeah. Do um, you? Do you focus on what's important, which is yourself?
1: Yeah. Yep. And do and yeah, it, it's good to relax and do what you you enjoy doing without worrying about is this the right thing to do or is this you know if you have hobbies that you enjoy, enjoy them. Don't let anyone project. What you should and shouldn't be doing—that—that um, that to me is like you have to have your own time for yourself to enjoy what you enjoy doing. Yeah,
0: and you so. gotta do what makes you happy. Mm. What makes you happy, ma? A bit of gardening. Um. Everyone, yeah. I, everyone knows my mum's a bit of a green thumb.
1: Yeah, I, and and I like um, I like recycling, as in you know. Um, and reusing stuff. You you might have something like we've got some broken pavers out in the backyard, and um, said I oh, will throw them out, and then I'm like, no, no, let's do some crazy paving. And you think crazy paving? What's crazy paving? Well, you just
0: like put them all together.
1: Well, not you don't even actually connect them. You leave a gap, and then you just yeah. put either sand or stone, and it, it's quite fashionable.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen you do that. Before. Yeah, yeah, that is it's cool. It's like and yeah, you're not quite throwing it out. And it. Well, You've always been like that. You'd always kind of never quite. I, not not to say that you're a hoarder or anything. <laughs> well, there, were, there was a period of time when I would think that. Mm-hmm. But the, that's obviously but not always the case. But
1: ideas, like, you know, I could use that for this and use that but for But, yeah,
0: this. you come around to saying I could use... Everything has a use, you know. Yeah. It's the old saying, one man's trash is another, another man's, man's treasure. treasure. You never saw, like, everything that you've bought. You've always just seen some one way or another to get some type of value from
1: it. Even when, we di- when I did that, you know, that... Um, the wood, the wood picture that I did outside. And, and all I did was off cuts of wood, paint them all in different colours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I pasted them on a big board. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. out there. Yeah.
0: Very um, creative. You must have like, you must have killed it in art classes in high school.
1: Yeah, I was probably bored.
0: Why? Why Because,
1: um, you know, they would tell you to do one particular thing. And I would think, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I want to do this with those, you know.
0: Yeah, it it's so, very
1: linear. Yeah, it's like, mmm. Yeah. I don't wanna do the generic thing. I wanna do Did you ever draw? You want yeah, to draw? I I'm, I'm not really good at drawing. No me I'm neither. more craft than art. No, me neither. See where Bradley, art is his thing. Yeah.
0: Wow. He's you can draw anything. Yeah.
1: Amazing. And Absolutely brilliant. I could never
0: get that. Like I I, I draw well I used to a lot.
1: Especially
0: yeah. back in high school, you know, where everyone would be doing work I was drawing. But hey, it looked like I was doing something. Nonetheless, I just never picked up that hole where you can look at something and then start drawing it. Or I could only ever get like tracing or drawing what was in my mind, and my mind never looked like whatever it was that was right in front of me. I
1: went through a stage where I, I think it was to do where, with designing, like as in as in you know women's fashions and that. But when I drew the mannequin, the man the man, mannequin's face was just the outline. There was no features on the face. It was well, more you about did that the later. body. Well, no, I didn't, I just, an outline.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, I, I can't get draw, how to draw in 3D pretty much, everything's like a cartoon to me. And sometimes cartoon. you
1: can't get the ideas from your head onto the paper. Yeah. And even when you try and and do it, it, it's not what you're seeing in your head. Yeah. That's the hard part, whereas you get someone like Brad, not only can he, he photo copy in his mind and put it on paper, mm. but he can add things to it to make it 3D and make it come alive.
0: For those who don't know, I don't know if I mentioned it just before, Bradley, Brad, my older brother. Yeah. Your uh, your son. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's very creative like that. He's got, you know, even like... I remember very artistic. The drawings and just like stuff he would do. Creative
1: just, writing. The
0: detail um, in it is just insane.
1: He is very artistic, Brad. Yeah. So he got the art part of it, mm. I got the craft part of it sort of thing.
0: And I got the fart part of it. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, <laughs> not much going on. No,
1: nah, no. Nah.
0: What, what else? Any other questions?
1: <laughs>
0: what do I enjoy? I'm a simple man.
1: Simple. Mm.
0: Not basic. Don't get it twisted. No. Nah. I don't know. What What else? What else well, what
1: do you enjoy? What's your idea of a day <clears throat> off, what, apart from sleeping into whatever time, what's your idea of Doing your own thing. No, I, like,
0: if if I need to catch up on sleep, obviously, you know, I think that's a big thing. I, um, sometimes, like, I go without sleep, so if I feel I need to catch up on it, that's enjoyable. But, honestly, if I can get up early and enjoy the most of the day, you know, given it's a clear sky day, I like going out playing basketball when I get the chance. And looking
1: over on your at your, uh, desk thing over there, I can see you're enjoying a... Your bit of reading as well these days yeah do a bit of reading very new age ash i know
0: i didn't used to read at all like ever yeah now I've then been, i have guess
1: it, been reading. you've okay. come to turn to realize that if you know the more you read the more you learn
0: that's seven books there got seven books two down that's not bad mm. and no they're not like children's picture books Like everyone's like, oh yeah, what are you reading They Nor are they only books.
1: books, You know, they're none of those either. No triple X's or anything like that. (laughs) In fact, I can see a a religion one. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Just a book. It's a book about religions. I saw it on sale uh, when they had like a discounted bookstore.
1: So that has all the different religions in it?
0: It has like every single religion. That
1: could be interesting to learn.
0: And it just tells you like how they came about, why... You know what
1: they believe in. Yeah,
0: that type of thing. Mm,
1: you know, interesting, very interesting. So
0: I've always been kind of interested in. Religion A Couple of books and...
1: on body language. That's yep. got to be interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um So, how would you describe <clears throat> the secret?
0: The secret? Yeah, uh, the book.
1: The book called the secret. It's good. What it, if you were to try and sell it to me? What would you say it was about? Why would I be interested? Mind you, I've already read it, but.
0: Well, at first, I thought it was only about positive thinking. Um, and trying to create realities within your mind basically taking like what you were saying before what you have in your mind and making it a reality um but it's so much more than that like it's just so hard to sum up what it is uh, it it is uh, a self-help book nonetheless like it is it does it basically if you can picture something in your mind and almost make a movie out of it and it's something that you want to happen in your reality then you can do that.
1: And some of the pages have just got one line on them. And you, you read it and you think, is that it? But you've got to take that one line and...
0: It's like you've got to dissect it. Yeah, and
1: it. go away with it. And, you know, it might be then or it might be now or it might be a day.
0: The thing like, <laughs> I, I didn't like about the book was just it, um it doesn't seem like it's... It's all one person. It always keeps telling you someone else's story. And then oh, okay. as you get interested in someone else, this is especially coming to the end of the book, mm-hmm. it says, oh, well, this is how this person learned from the secret. And it, it's like adding on to what the original was. And I don't quite follow where it's going.
1: Okay.
0: Like I get the messages that they're trying to say, but it just seems off-putting to be reading for like three or four pages one person's journey and then it switches to another person that's completely different.
1: It's not the sort of book that you read pages and pages of at a time. Yeah. To me, when I read bit, it, you read a couple of pages bit. and you put it down. Yeah. And then you, like, it's it's not... And it, uh, actually,
0: out of the other book I've read, it's exhausting too, because you have to, you know, when it, when you're reading what it's telling you to do, even it's like simple visualization tasks, it just, it takes a bit out of you to just be like, all right, think mm. about this. But I definitely learned a lot from it. And I'm, uh, I'm a believer of the theory of, you know, if you can see it, dream it believe it it can become a reality Mm, so you know it's all a matter of mindset
1: I I guess you've become um, a little more um, uh, what's the word aware now that you've read not just the secret but the body language book You, you must be in situations for instance you're on the train and you might see someone sitting there with their arms crossed straight away now you know you know for instance in the book it says I don't know Closed arms usually means that. Well, closed
0: arms, closed legs is like a definite no go zone. Like, don't yeah, talk like to them. Yeah, like,
1: closed. It's not it like closed be. mind, too. They're, they're not open to listen to anything. Don't talk to them. I learned
0: so much, probably, I mean, from that. And that being the first book I read, that was. that's I learned a lot from yep. that. And especially because, you know, when you deal with the general public working in retail, you notice the process and slight facial gestures and people when they're about to buy something or if they're not like you can almost feel whether you've got someone who's hot and cold here Mm. and before even the book I think it actually says a saying something similar to this where it's like basically this book will just put you in the room that you know you need to be in but rather than touching everything and not knowing what exactly it is it just turns the lights on it says something along the lines of that, yeah. and that's very true. I took that away from it. Even I want to reread it before I move on to another. book. And isn't
1: it funny because everybody thinks they're individual? Yet when you read a book like that, you realize that that's so many of us are all alike. Yeah,
0: it really. That's and that's the thing. Sometimes, especially in today's age like a lot of people oh, i suffer from depression i'm depressed I'm... this is a mindset which it's like it's almost uh contagious because you can tell what one person you're this and then they'll pick it up from you and say oh i'm feeling a bit of that too it's like a not saying that people don't suffer from depression but the...
1: but don't you think that because don't you just i don't want to stop you there but don't you think that also because it's um depression is not a train of negativity as such. Mm. And and that's why you sort of say, well, stay away from negativity because, you know, it it will draw you in. Yeah. And and I think that's a bit what happens because it's like, whoa, is me sort of thing. And you get into that and you can either go, oh, God, let me out of here. This is, you know, drive me insane. Or, yeah, yeah, of course. And before you know it, you're in that cycle and you're questioning whether... Maybe I'm that way too, because you know I'm feeling that too. Whereas if you're around somebody that's bubbling and so energetic, and and you want that, yeah, your body craves that. It wants to be happy like that. So mm. you know you. Whereas depression is, uh, I don't know, it, it's a a very wide people. Like you say, people label themselves as being suffering from depression when a lot of them are just depressed at that moment. It, it's not the same as having depression. Yeah,
0: like that's what I'm saying. When people say, "Oh, I suffer from it," it's like, well, I think everyone suffers. Everyone from, does. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, it, it's a guarantee that if you enter this world and you become a you know functioning member of society, that you're going to experience every single emotion. Emotion, and sometimes it's a lot at once. Sometimes it's one particular one over a long period of time. I mean, that, that and that's the thing.
1: But then no one ever comes and says, "Oh, I suffer from being happy." Do they no no, no. because it's not a sufferance. No. So that's like oh, this is the excuse why I'm miserable because I'm depressed. That that
0: very sentence is like a big contradiction itself. I suffer from being happy. Oh, why am I so happy? (laughs) (laughs) I just wanna I just wanna cry
1: for real, not tears of joy. Sometimes we say I feel so good inside that it's just scary. Do yeah. you ever feel that way? Like oh, everything's yeah. going so right that it's like, oh gosh, I, this is too good to be true. Oh, Hence, yeah. that's why that saying comes along this is too good to be true. Mm. But, um, you know, I, I would love somebody to come and say to me, oh God, I can't make it today because I'm suffering from happiness. It's like, well,
0: <laughs> what do you mean? What like you I'm mean? just too damn I happy to just come into work. Too damn
1: happy. That's it. I'm not going to waste a day just working with miserable people. I might try that. <laughs> see, see how that works.
0: No, but it's like I actually uh, said it mid sentence. We, we were saying something just before. Um, misery does love company. Oh, absolutely. So that's,
1: absolutely. So if I'm miserable, I want you to be miserable. I don't mm. want you to be happy. I want you to be miserable like me. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing. It's like. In your life you can control how you think and feel And although a lot of people might think the odds are stacked against them A lot of it is a mental block Yeah I believe And especially reading those books like you know, a and not seeing any individual... self
1: worth in themselves. You know, I'm not worthy to feel good, or this is how I have to feel, or you know, no, 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 no. That's not the way it is at all. If if you learn anything in life, is you you are in control of your own emotions. Yes, things are going to bring you down, and yes, things are going to happen that are going to make you unhappy, so to speak. But it's only only momentary. It it will pass. Yeah. The same as when you say, oh, I'm so broke, you know, I've had to pay for my car, I'm going to have to pay for this, I have to... But it's only momentary. Next week, another paycheck will come, those bills will would have been paid, life moves on. But
0: even then, that whole flow of money, like money being such a big, big thing, like it's only a big thing if you make it a big thing, you know? Like yeah. if if, but, if, but your, life... if your world is centred around getting money and you're not getting quite enough of it and yet you complain it's Is like, there ever well, enough? Well that's the thing it's like you're putting your focus into this thing or it's like but what's the money do for you? Like- yeah, but but
1: Two weeks ago when you had car troubles and you were getting upset because, oh, I just finished paying this for my car, now I have to pay that for my car, I've got to pay my registration, yada, yada. That's just the cycle. That's the way it goes. It's not just you, it's everybody. Mm. It's everybody. So, you know, you got through that week and the next week something else went wrong and you dealt with that and then you got through that and then you look back and think, well, fine.
0: I think it hit me in shock, though, because I didn't expect it to be. Like, literally as I finished paying one thing, it was a big chunk of another thing and it's just like, wait, how did this happen? And the it just only happens. the only solution. Even the window I had breaking my car, which it's like no one tried to break it, it just kinda
1: Well yeah.
0: I don't know. What happened to
1: Things it? Things just go wrong in cycles. Like I can say to you this week but well I'm gonna be so depressed <clears throat> because I'm paying for a new fence. Right? I'm paying my electricity bill I oh, sorry my electricity bill um, and I've got to pay uh, something else, I can't even think of what it is. Oh, that weekend away we've got, oh, woe is me, this is the chance for me to be depressed. No, no, I, I've got to deal with this, you know, and if I can't pay for one thing, then I've got to deal with it. I can't run and hide and I can't say, well, you know, I'm going to do this or do that. I've got to deal with it. And when I've dealt with it, I'll feel better. Mm. You know, it's just the way it is. Or ask for help. That's another thing. You know, you can't... You don't have to suffer in silence. There are so many people that are willing to help you. And I'm not talking about financial things. I'm talking about going through stuff in your life. All you have to do is ask. People usually say, well, why why didn't you tell me? Or I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't even speak up at all. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say there's a particular person which I found myself putting a certain amount of time into and getting no result from it whatsoever. And I don't want to touch too much on it, but there's just certain people where... As much as you want to help somebody else who you say they might be suffering from certain something, there's for some people there's only so far you can go to help. There's only so far you can say and, 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 because, and then you start getting dragged down with them where it's like you, their problems all of a sudden become your, your problems. problems. And it's like, wait a minute, hang on here. Why am I feeling the burden of choices you've made when it shouldn't affect me whatsoever at all?
1: But that's probably because of the caring factor in in you. Yeah. Like, I've got a... Or the
0: the caring factor in themselves, that they don't care enough, so therefore...
1: I had a similar thing where I was um, feeling sorry for somebody, and I thought, well, I could do this for them, and I could do that for them, and try and help them, and then it's like, well, hang on a minute, that's not going to teach them anything, Um, I'll be there if you need me, but you have to deal with it
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, and you have to understand look i can help you with something mm-hmm. but ultimately and you have to help yourself
1: and and you, you being forthcoming doesn't particularly teach any, anybody anything because if they are in a predicament then they have to learn to ask mm-hmm. which is another a learning part of life too so sometimes being nice and generous and kind is doing more damage than letting them try and work it out for themselves. Yeah. And and if you've got a person like that in your life, you can usually tell when you've reached the line where, this is where I step in and I help. Yeah. So, yeah, but that that's that's interesting, actually.
0: Well, that's a very positive note to end on, and I think I'm going to end on just that, which mm-hmm. wraps this up just under an hour. Okay. Um, any closing thoughts you want to mention? Nothing, anything to say?
1: Um, only that we hope to um, make this more often and hope to make you understand more about the way we see things. We're open to the way, you know, if you'd like to tell us anything or have a different view, you know, we're up to listening to that too.
0: Topics? Any yeah, topics, topics. But
1: we seem to somehow always fall in, you know, start with the funny topics and then lead into the more serious stuff and then I'd like to think end on a positive note by saying that you know um, nobody should ever go through anything alone there is somebody there to help you if you're going through a dark spot but at, at the same time don't forget to share your good times you know people like to be drawn into happiness as well as sadness So,
0: but life is about experiencing everything every single emotion be it bad or good you know there is no clear-cut, defined reason why we go through certain things, but the end result is that it's like a cycle, you know. Eventually, whatever bad is happening will subside and something and good will like take you, its place. it's
1: like you are cut up, if you envisage like a cake and you have all these sections, you know, of the cake and this is your sad part and this is your happy part and this is your, you know, miserable part and this is your I-don't-feel-so-great part. But when they all come together, they make one whole cake meaning one whole person you have to experience all the different emotions in life to be one whole person Mm. like you, you say oh you know why couldn't it be easy all the time well that would get boring Sometimes it has to be a little harder so that you can work your way out of it and say, you know what, I did that.
0: Happiness wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain, you know. Yeah, it's um. But I'll reveal something a little something about myself that I think is a bit personal, but nonetheless, you know, just maybe to get some perspective on it from you, Mm. is I've been happy recently. Like I've been pretty pretty good. Like Mm, I haven't, apart from you know being sick and ill. You know that not that that has made me upset or angry or anything. It's just it's one of those things. Yeah, you go through it. But I've been reflecting a lot on my past, and being 27, I know to some people I'm still considered young, and then to others I'm considered old, or I don't know. But what what I feel is just like, I keep reflecting a lot on the past, and I, have, and I always try to think about what my future will be, but it always gets kind of tied up like, I, well, we... I, I always kind of just come to this conclusion where I'm like, you know what, I'm just happy to be here for another day.
1: Well that that's a good way and and you reflect on your past because of that it is your past and you can look back and you can see what happened the thing is we can't look into the future so we can imagine what we like and mm. we can try and make it what we want but ultimately we don't know no and and that's why the thing is you you know you can shape your own destiny mm-hmm. um but you can't change the past so it's like when you look back in the past it's like watching a movie you've already seen and when you look in your future it's like well I've never watched this movie before so I don't know what's going to happen right so you know don't beat yourself up because you don't know what's going to happen you're grateful for the person you are you're Take each day as it comes, and always try and be happy.
0: Yeah, maybe you know? that psychic that came into my work might be right. Maybe some good
1: joys are coming up ahead. Well, you know, just the fact that you—it's you, you, just you said Just then, just I'm happy is a big thing because happiness doesn't come to everybody, and, and a lot of people. Well, I'm, won't I'm, even... I'm
0: happy overall. Like with, with when it comes to my life, look, I'm I'm kind of happy. You know, I mean, obviously, I need to lose a little bit of dough around the edges here but that's something that will come in time I guess you know it being cold
1: it's not yeah it's not a
0: major thing it's just like but overall with where my life's at and who I am and you know for what I have around me I'm internally grateful but I just find that some certain parts especially like even something simple as just checking like my Facebook profile and then going back through the previous statuses or photos And just thinking like, man, that was all then? Like, that feels like just yesterday. It's almost as if life was just kind of...
1: Passing you by? Yeah. Well, it's not that it's passing you by. I think my mother said it ultimately uh, years ago. She used to say, from one Christmas to the next Christmas, it goes so quick. We might as well just shove the Christmas tree under the couch because there's Mm. hardly enough time to pack it away before it's Christmas again. And um, it's true, you know, as you get older, the years go quicker. But that's not to say you can't enjoy every single day. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do something that's going to be um, um, that remember. you remember each day. Yeah. But you just have to enjoy your day and be grateful. Be grateful for what you have instead of worrying about what you don't have. It's and- not
0: worry, it's more just like.
1: It's no good trying to look Nervous, into the future.
0: It's, it's kind of, the only way I can explain is, is like nervousness of not knowing what is coming or if anything is coming. It's well, kind of like.
1: it's. It, I've got news for you. There's not one person on this earth that has any control on what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Not one.
0: Well, anyway, it's not a huge issue. It's just something I, I feel like more often than not, I just find myself, you know, looking back into what the previous Ash would have done or, you know, how.
1: How's uh, this? You can be grateful and thankful for yesterday, and grateful and thankful when you get up tomorrow.
0: That's true. And that's how I like to carry my day. Well, on that note, like I said, it's just under an hour, uh, 58 minutes exactly I have here. Um, It might be a little bit longer though, because I'll have to throw an intro song on this to begin with but anyway thank you everyone for listening and as always if you have any topics or you just appreciate listening to the podcast please make sure to give this a like on either Facebook or SoundCloud which is now the new home of Ash J Podcasting for my mother Catherine Brinko thank you very much for coming on the podcast
1: you're very welcome love you lots ma love you even more
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks everyone for listening have a great good night great winter and I guess you'll hear from us or me yes hopefully within
1: a week or two
0: Let's hope, let's hope so. Let's, let's see what the feedback's like.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: Bye.